by being able to respond immediately uh, and others being able to see those responses. I didn't have to explain to 27,000 people, you know, they were reading that material uh, and it turned out to be something really positive. Tēnā koutou. You're listening to a co-education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. The other person that I've asked to do some sharing with us around the thinking is Ian, who's the, the principal at Bluestone School in Timaru. And they have a Facebook page that has you know, quite a, a strong following from their community and they use in quite a deliberate and focused way. So, but just to talk about some of the, the considerations, because Facebook has some fairly high profile when it doesn't work. Um, so making it work well takes some you know, thinking through and things. So just, yeah, Ian, I'll pass to you to, to start. Yeah, cheers. I mean, I guess social media can be your best friend and your worst enemy, depending on how you use it. Um, and I'm sure lots of schools are using uh, Facebook, but it's a, it's a very useful tool for us. You know, the benefits are it's a, it's a really effective and fast communication of information for many of our parents, and I appreciate we may have a different um, parent base than some other schools, but the majority of our parents still remain on Facebook, and um, and it's a very quick way to, to touch base with them. We're able to see quickly the number of people who are viewing and engaging in our posts, and, and you know, sometimes in schools when you put out a paper newsletter or whatever, you, you really do wonder sometimes who's reading it and how many people are viewing it, and at least with this you can see that instantly, which encourages you perhaps to do more. Um, and we've used it quite a bit for the likes of live streaming of activities for the, the wider whānau, and it's been quite exciting. We've had our different events happening around the school, and, and you can see the responses coming in straight away from all around the world of grandparents who are online at that time viewing, and, and lots of hearts flowing, and uh, it's certainly a pretty encouraging sort of thing to use. And next one might talk about some issues to be aware of, and <clears throat> I was a bit alarmed because there were a hell of a lot more issues I had than, than strengths perhaps, but just things that I think you need to be aware of in setting it up, but it's worth limiting the number of who can publish to the page because that makes it far easier to control the content. When you're setting up the page, make sure you use a generic account, not a personal account, so if that person leaves the school, you're not having to start again. And having one person who's prepared to monitor the page so that the messages and questions are uh, quickly answered, and I think that keeps your site credibility. You know, we often will will announce something that's happening or show some work that's happening, and, and you get those little questions about, oh, when, when is that on, or when can I come to see that? And, and as long as we respond to that quite quickly, uh, I think parents trust it as a, a worthy site and they know they're going to get an answer reasonably quickly. And I think, you know, we've used it also at times for really significant stuff. If I give you one example, we, you know, we had a child with meningitis hospitalised and we used this to get out to our parents. And I sat on that response all the way through because you know how things go uh, viral and, and can turn nasty and by being able to respond immediately uh, and others being able to see those responses. I didn't have to explain to 27,000 people, you know, they were reading that material uh, and it turned out to be something really positive. But again, it does take someone at that time, if you're gonna have something that's gonna have likely some questions asked and some varied uh, feedback around it, just to be there and to make sure you answer quickly and, and keep the stuff really positive killing down any negative that might come along. I just wanted to tell you about live streaming, the end of the concert where we were live streaming and the kids were singing to uh, the, one of the soundtracks from Matilda, the musical, and our live stream shut down. 
which was a good lesson to us that, you know, copyrights there. And although we were the ones doing the singing, <laughs> believe it or not, they could still recognize the music. And I guess just need to be aware at any time of parents who don't want their child's photo online and being aware of that. I'd have to say, though, that for all the fears we had about who might react negatively to Facebook, we actually have a really, really positive culture developed amongst our parent body. And I, I guess it's because we've used it in a trustworthy way and, and they see it that way. So they don't see it as a danger. One thing I'd recommend, and I think this goes for any online stuff, you know, if you're trying to hook parents into viewing and seeing, just use heaps of photos, especially when their children are in it. They love it and they love to watch and they love to go back and watch again, or their children do. I'm not quite sure even though kids aren't meant to be on Facebook, but everyone loves to see their kids. And we keep it to a very few words. Uh, we find if we fill it up with words, uh, we lose our parents. Uh, but if there's lots of pictures and a few words, they love it. Now, I have to say that for us, we use Hale, and probably quite a few schools do. Hale is just a communication tool. But what it does is allow us to then post that article that we produce onto Facebook. And our Facebook, as a result, looks quite professional. So, you know, Facebook, you can just have one-off messages and, and they, they're okay to read. But when you're using Hale and it produces a great picture, great headings, information, and then great photos at the end, it just makes it look quite professional and allows you to do something once and share it to multiple platforms. And Facebook is just one of those. So we like to acknowledge the comments made by parents. It certainly seems to encourage more positive comments. It's the old spiral, once it goes one way, it keeps going that way. And uh, it's around, I guess, our school having a, a positive environment or, or portraying that so that people in the community think it in a positive way. It's really important to keep that Facebook site current because no one appreciates old and out of date stale information. And I'm always blown away when, you know, you look at um, some school websites and, and Facebook pages and the stuff's so old it doesn't sort of uh, give a lot of credibility. If anyone wants to know more about Hale, you know, really happy to share that with you, but it's just such an easy way of putting down information because all you're focusing on is the content, what you write. It, it uh, fancies it up, it gives it a heading, it gives it its font. It's just so nice to use and looks terrific. It allows video and links to be easily added. And then you just effortlessly with a push of a button, publish it wherever you want, including Facebook or linking that to School Loop, which is your phone app, which lots of parents then see it straight away to your website, or you can email it out to parents or staff. It's just a, a terrific tool to use to communicate with parents. And we'll use it, you know, when we want something, when we need something, when we want to find people in our community to support our kids' learning. And I'm blown away that we can put something out. Um, if we do it six or seven o'clock at night, uh, by the time I've gone to bed, we've had several hundred hits and we'll get some great responses really quickly. And, and I just want to sort of say, don't be frightened off by all those who are so damn negative about social media, because I think if you use it carefully and, and thoughtfully, it's, it's a terrific communication tool. We use it to ask for support for kids learning and make links into our community. And it's surprising what you put out there because someone shares it with someone else who shares it with someone else. And suddenly uh, people are coming out of the woodwork and offering help and support and materials. And, and it's a great way to get the community involved. Uh, and of course it goes wider than just your local community. Uh, and we also just use it to share great online articles that promote positive messages to parents. And in fact, funnily enough, you know, we put that thought of the day and you see that slide and person who feels appreciated will always do more than it's expected. And we could not believe the number of terrific positive comments we had in, in return. 
Uh, we also use it to share our learning. So uh, one of the local teachers at uh, Craighead is um, very involved with EV, with, with electric cars, and he brought in his Tesla and it danced to the music and so on. And, and that message got out there very quickly before the kids even got home to share it. So that when the kids got home, the parents were talking about their learning already with them. So that's some of the things that are useful for Greg, I think. Thanks, Ian. I get, and I guess all of those um, points that you've made apply to any sort of social media and also to lots of the other kinds of platforms, you know, almost equally as well to Seesaw and stuff too. And, that, you know, we've tried to come at this whole partnerships thing from a number of different ways and think about it a, a bit differently than from just finding the, you know, the C expert because it's C week kind of stuff. There's lots of different ways that we can create partnerships with our communities. You've been listening to a Core Education Podcast pushing the boundaries of educational possibilities. They're not our culture.